All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Trickstar. What is up, bro? How's it going, y'all? What's up? I'm good, man. You all right so, tonight? You doing good? Yeah, good. Uh, I haven't really been to an interview before. I mean, there was one, but it was kind of bullshit, so, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, am I, am I supposed to curse? Sorry, I, I didn't know if I'm supposed to or not. I don't give a shit, man. It's all good. All right, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, so this will be a first, but there you uh, go. I'm not nervous or nothing. That's good, man. Nothing to be nervous about. Just a couple of dudes talking talking about music, man. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Yeah, we're good. You know what's pretty cool? When I was reading your uh, background, I uh, saw that you're uh, you live in New Braunfels. Yes, sir. New Braunfels. It's a it's a, used to be a small town. I know. San Antonio. Uh huh. Yeah, but now it's a, one of the fastest growing towns. I yeah. used to live there. Oh yeah. For real. I used to I live in like New Braunfels. I used to live in New Braunfels uh, in 19... See, I moved out of there in 1999. It's going to show you how old I am. Um, <coughs> you might not even have born. How old are you? What, what year are you born? Yeah, 2001, man. Yeah, man. So 1999, that was two years before I was born. Yeah, so. man. Wow. Yep. Huh. But I lived in New Braunfels. I lived, I lived in um, Shirts, Texas for a little while. Um, and... Um, Cibolo, Texas, a little tiny town there. Yeah. yeah, and there ain't no rappers over here. You know, I haven't heard of a rapper coming out of New Braunfels. So. Nah, I haven't either. I, yeah, never heard of it. So well, That's good, man. But yeah, you're right. I used to live there when the town was a lot smaller, man. A lot smaller. And then mm-hmm. I went back to visit about, like I don't know, like eight, eight or nine years ago, and it was huge, like way bigger than it used to be. So mm-hmm. you're correct on that. All right, so um, before we get into your to your the record you just dropped, Tell my listeners a little bit about you, like where, um, when you first started getting into music and, 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 and why did this kind of thing sure, for us? Sure, um, So I started, I started rapping or I started making music really um, because I didn't really have a, a, a place to, to talk. You know, I was mostly doing it to talk. Um, it wasn't really to, to get any, any image or anything. I just needed it because uh, I was... Well, first off, I was I was from an immigrant family. Mm-hmm. My family moved here after the war in Vietnam. Gotcha. And um, they had to work from nine to nine, so I didn't really get to see my parents much. I was mostly at home, and I would I would I would move schools a lot because of it. You know, I wasn't really good um, socially wise. You know, I was I was moving a lot, and when I was and my family not being that wealthy, we would move from apartment to apartment. So I would be sitting in the apartment writing rhymes, writing raps, music, you know, and that's what spoke to me the most, you know. And um, I like other music, too, but hip hop was what really got me going because it was the not the easiest, but it was it was the best thing to learn if you didn't know music. You know, you just Mm -hmm. say what you feel. And so uh, I had a lot of especially especially people who rap artists and and idols at my time um you could look up to them because they were pushing themselves forward they had their full confidence in themselves and they bet on themselves you know mm-hmm. so they were they were always about about having their own being independent and 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 building their own empire from themselves and being a kid who had really nothing it was uh it was it was too good to pass up you know yeah, absolutely. So when did the um, when did you transition from just kind of fucking around with it to actually like 
you know, really putting pen to paper oh, and writing and really and really hitting I your wish, groove. I wish I could give you a good. I wish my story was just so clean and, and paper like like that, where like, oh, this right here, I started really feeling it. But no, it was really rough for me, because when I started doing music and when I was fucking around, I was also not really. I was. Uh, I had a lot of friends who were really into school, really wanted to make it out of their life with school. I had friends in the same predicament as me, and um, um, they 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 chose school to go through with what they were doing to get out, you know, and, mm -hmm. and help their families out. I, on the other hand, was was rapping and making music as a passion, but I hadn't really had a full grasp of of my passion. I was doing it, and and I was always gravitating towards it, but I never really knew why. So. I would mix up school and, and, and music, you know, and that's never a good thing because uh, for one, a couple of weeks I would have straight A's, I would, I would be an honor roll student, and then uh, the next few weeks I would be totally on music, you know, I'd switch completely over. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it, it was it was really horrible. And uh, at moments, you know, when you don't have anybody to tell you to really go for what you go for, you know, and to set you on a path. And you're really just relying on yourself to, to figure that out. And um, unfortunately, I was I was I was kind of slow on it, but I eventually found my way. But yeah. um, <laughs> it uh, it was basically just me fumbling around until I had no choice but to go through music mm -hmm. because school. I dropped out of school in eleventh grade. Um, in eleventh grade, I realized that I was I was that's what I was doing. I was switching between school and music, and I needed to choose one. And if I was going to choose one, I need to give it my all. That's my philosophy. I only go through with one thing, and I say that if you want to do something, you better do it to your fullest. Don't chase two things, you know? Yeah, man. So, I, so was, I just decided from there to chase music from 11th grade, which was, I think, uh, after I, I sent out my album, Phantoms of Reiteration. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a Hail Mary pass here. Um, I'm... You know, there's and, and and keep in mind, there's always exceptions to the rule, right? So I'm going to throw this at you. So I dated a lady from Vietnam um, some years back, and she had two daughters. That I kind of like, kind of like took in as my own. I mean, we got very close with each other, and um, okay. Um, oh, so you know a little bit about Vietnamese. Well, that's the, yeah. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm going with this. So I know, especially the elders, especially the elders. Um, I'm, I'm curious how they, um, oh, how yeah. much support did you oh, get yeah. from your elders yet yeah, to, go to, to go the music way and not school? You see, when I was a kid, I was always a down on for it because obviously, yeah. you know, yeah, they, they don't they don't know anything about hip-hop culture. And um, unfortunately, they believe that I'm trying to be, um, I, I can't say for everybody, but, you know, uh, generally, the, and the people around me that I have met um, that are Vietnamese, um, have mostly looked at me as a, a, a black wannabe kid mm -hmm. <laughs> because of, of my lifestyle, my looks. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, you know, I always believe that your looks are, it might seem like it's out of your hands, but really it's just on the outside of your fingers. Right. You know, it's not in your palm, but it's on the outside of your fingers, so it's always there. Um, and they, and yes, it's exactly what you're, you're kind of thinking about. It's, mm -hmm. It was very hard because there was no support on that yep. side, you know, and there was there was a very bad uh, stigma onto what I was doing. But um, I never went for, uh, I never really, when I was a kid, it was, it was like, why don't they support me? Why don't they support me, you know? But 
as I grew older and I matured more as a, as a musician and, and really figured out why I was doing what I was doing, man, it was just, it was just, uh, music takes hold of everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, music is, is, is a higher power that goes beyond race. It, it goes beyond, it goes beyond your looks even. Um, it's really what's inside. And, and, um, I've, I've completely committed myself into being one of the dopest, illest rappers a lot for this. Um, just because I have decided to do it. You know, this is what has gravitated towards me and, uh, I have gravitated towards it and I can't let somebody else tell me what, what's not and what's ill. You know, this isn't a game to me. This is, this is my, this is my real deal. Yeah, work. Man. I work. You Use know, it for inspiration. This is what I do. Use it for inspiration. I had a guy on my show, his name's um, Chris Barron. He's the lead singer of the band, The Spin Doctors. And The Spin Doctors, yeah. well, they sold millions of records, millions. Um, and he wrote a song called Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. And the song's about his stepmother. His, his, his dad got divorced with his mother. And uh -huh. so he, mar he, he married this other lady who became Chris's stepmother when he was, you know, he's pretty young. And she was not very supportive of his, of his musical career at all. And she would lecture him and she would belittle him and, you know, call him a loser and say, you're not going to go nowhere with your life, you know, singing music, so dead end, dead end road, blah, blah, blah. Well, then he, so he founded the Spin Doctors, the band called the Spin Doctors. And then he wrote that song, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong, but it was sarcastic, though. Little Miss, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. It's just, it was he being sarcastic towards his stepmother because she was so non-supportive. And that song went on to sell like 20 million records. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, to him. anybody yeah. who's who's done well and as um, I think has has made their life through music is is respectable. Yeah, man, very respectable, and especially knowing how it is for me. You know, um, I can't I can't put down anybody who has made their life through music. That sounds right. like an amazing person, and um, I'm sure they they uh, they went through a lot to get to there. Yeah, um, man, hard work. He 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 used he used he use the negativity of others for inspiration to shine. And that's what sure, you, and that's sure. what you're doing. That's what you need to do. You know, uh, I might be, but you know, I think I've really been doubling down on my fans. People who have been supporting me. Um, just just this week, I had 500 posters for uh, for Delinquent Center. Yeah, which is my new album. Which yeah, is what I'm doing that, right that's now. what's next. Yeah. We're gonna segue into that next. All right, so so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I yeah, I've been doing this a long time, brother. I got you. Um, sure. So. So exactly. So you dropped this record. I I want to know about the title first, man, because I like the title. Oh, it's yeah. catchy. It's different. Tell me about the title. The title. What's what's the backstory? So delinquent center is basically. Um, it, well, I guess you can get a little bit of a, a image from from what I was talking, what we've been talking about right here. Yep. Um, what a delinquent center for somebody like me would be like, and that's just life for me, man. I'm living a thug life out here, and um, I'm not a gangster, and I'm not trying to be hard. I'm really trying to make it legit and make my money legit and be and be you know um, make way for my family in, in a good and positive way and especially for kids who want to work hard um, and, and and look up to my music because that is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make good music and connect with people um, and that is my main goal. But um, the Lincoln Center is like everything that I've been through. Uh, it's like the world is against you. You know, your whole world is against you. And and what do you do in a delinquent center um, when you're doing what I do, man? You do it. You know, this is this is about the delinquent center that I'm in. This is about my world. This is my my whole life here. 
Um, and when I give you my music, when I write and I and I make this music, understand that it's my it's it's my I'm giving you everything. I'm giving you absolutely everything. You feel me? I do. You know? Yeah. So it's just like that title right there is is one of I, I feel the same way. It's a perfect title for for something for for an album that that somebody was just noticing me or just seeing me. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect perfect. Yeah, it definitely grabs. So, what about a whisper album? What, what's what's that mean? A whisper album? What do you mean by that? Uh, it, it's there's no real big meaning. I mean, it is because like I'm saying things, but I'm really just talking. It's a whisper album, you know, mm -hmm. because I'm in I'm 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 in my bedroom after every everything that's going on in my life, and I'm out and about, and then I come home. My bedroom that I built into my studio. I've made that into my studio. You know, I've built that into the the workplace. I don't sleep. I don't sleep in a comfortable place. I don't have a solo place. Where I sleep is my workplace. Mm -hmm. I work while I rap. I rap while I work. I eat and I sleep. Rap. I eat and I sleep. Uh, lyrics and music. You know. And when I wake up, I'm in my studio and I'm whispering into the mic and saying my piece in the world. I'm saying my statements. Interesting, man. And of course, the single off the uh, record is self-titled, the Delinquent Center song. Um, first of all, I like the song. I listened to it a couple times, two or three times. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, yeah. Usually, the first time I listen to a song is, is more of an analytical. I'm yeah. breaking it down. I'm you know I'm just kind of like analyzing it. And then if I get to a second time, that means that means either I might have missed something, and I wanted to make sure I didn't miss something. But if I get yeah. to a third time, which I did with yours, that means I like it. Third time I listened to it just because I enjoyed it. I was like, let me hear this shit again. So, yeah, man. So tell me about the song as far as production. Who produced it? Did you produce it? And you know, did you do all the lyrics, singing, everything? It's not by me, no. None of my beats are by me. I usually get, I either get sent beats by somebody else. Yep. Somebody either finds a beat and they like it and they send it to me because they want to hear me on it. Or um, I just go and I find it myself. Sometimes I just stumble upon it. Um, because I listen to beats so much through, through YouTube, through anything, SoundCloud even, um, it just gets recommended to me sometimes. So I just be scrolling through and I'll find these amazing, amazing pieces of work. And um, I, hope, I hope these people who are making these beats come to me and, and talk to me a little bit because, like, man, I, I just have to give them my full appreciation for what they do. Um, and they really, producers really don't get enough written down. They don't get enough recognition. Yeah, that's what true. Doing, man. That's facts. Yeah, that's facts. Really. Producers get under the radar a lot, man. They, they need to be a lot more so. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, and, and the lyrics, though, uh, I write them all myself. Every Everything that I've made, I've sang, I've written, I haven't stolen from anybody. I've just taken it from my own life and I've, I've written down what I what I I believe and I've, I've rewrote and, and erased and you know, I went through that whole process, and I do think about every single line, and I, I do work hard to, to to make sure that it sounds good, um, and it sounds like something that I want to put out. So um, cool. that's what the lyrics are, everything are. Now, let me ask you, do you ever do you ever have a song in your head, like the lyrics you got, maybe the, or do you have to hear a beat first and then write the lyrics around the yeah. beat? Oh, yeah. I'll be out and about, and I'll have... I'll have random spurts in the moment, just complete creativity, you know, like I'll have like a few lines go from here to there. And it's like, um, especially when I'm alone, like if I'm driving or something, I'm driving somewhere. Driving is like a, a Zen place for me. You know, you, you get a lot of inspiration. I feel like you mm -hmm. have a lot of time to think when you're driving. So 
uh, I have a lot of my lyrics where I'm just driving, especially late at night, because I'll be working on my album, and when I'm when I'm in album mode, I'll just I'll just buckle down and just do my album. You know, I'm not really doing anything else but working on my album and listening to it, then going back to the studio and doing it again. Then maybe I'll go out and drive, or I'll go do I'll skate sometimes. Um, I know some people know me from from. Uh, draw skate park shout out to y'all man um and thank y'all for taking my posters by the way nice um um but i'll, I'll be when i'm skating uh i'll also be listening to my music because i'm working i'm working while i'm skating basically so hmm, interesting that's yeah. pretty cool so how many singles do you plan on dropping of course you're promoting delinquent center right now forever, but forever man no no i'm talking about i'm talking about i'm talking about this record on this record how many singles are you gonna drop out of this record how many tracks are on the rack? How many? You gonna drop all of them? Yeah, all fourteen, man. They nice. all they all have a special place in my heart. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Yeah, all, yeah. all fourteen of them. Hell yeah, that's some cool. Some people are like, some people are like, man, you gotta shorten your albums. I'm like, no, it's part of the journey. That album right there is is a classic. Nobody is ever gonna match that same energy. It's my my work, you know. It's my it's my story. It's a it's a mark. You're gonna know it when you listen to it. Yeah, man. You need to tell them. Show me the, show me the instructions where, where where it tells you you have to not. You know, I can't drop all of them. You know. So. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why that's that's so hard to promote too because they asked me to choose one or two and I'm like, this is I can't. How do I do that? You know. Yeah. Um, but I've chosen. I think it's Caress. Caress is one of my all time favorites on that album. I haven't stopped listening to it since. Yeah. Um, Trip City and Delinquent Center, of course. How are your uh, local radio stations out there? Do any of them play like local talent? Have you tried to get some spins out there on the radio stations? Um, no, I haven't been able to connect with any of them. Oh, and, uh, have you been trying? I, it might be part of my fault, or I don't know what it is. But um, now that you mention it, you know maybe uh, maybe it'll Dude. just come to existence. If I Dude, you got to do it, man. That's how you get to the next level. Oh, you, yeah? Do it the old-fashioned way, old-fashioned way, man. Bang them phones. Mm. Bang them phones and say, look, I'm a local artist. Call like the San Antonio stations and San Marcos. You know, I don't know if the Bronfels had any local stations there, but definitely Austin, oh, San yeah. Antonio. Austin and San Antonio, Central or Central Texas. I would definitely bang them radio station phones and say, look, I'm a, I'm a young hip-hop artist. I got a record out. I got a, I got a marketing team. And throw some samples at him, and, and just and just the old-fashioned yeah. way, man. And you, all you need is to get one, man. You maybe get one. That, yeah, man. We'll give the kid a shot, and you get you get some space, maybe man. Maybe so. Maybe so. I'm telling I, you, man. I'm trying, I I I do my best to. I'm gonna try my best to do everything I can, you know. So thank you for letting me know. I'm gonna try that. Um, I would. And bro, yo, your 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 radio show. Are you? You do awesome at your job. I just want to let you know. I, I appreciate awesome. that. Like, that's amazing. Nice, man. I appreciate those kind words, for sure. Um, so, all right, well, we kind of talked about it a little bit, but what what are the goals, man? Like, so, we're all, I can't believe we're already halfway through, too. 2021 is already halfway <laughs> over with. Um, what do you want to do by, by this time next year, like a year from now? What do you want to be? What do you want to be doing? Oh, no. I'm going to be dropping a, another album this year. I'm working as hard as I can. On October 17th, that's my birthday, October 17th, I'm going to yeah. drop another album. That's my goal, my goal date. So that's what I'm working on right now is a new album. Um, okay. I'm trying to do merch, merch, man. Yeah. And I, I don't even care if I lose money on it. I don't. I don't care anything about that. I just want to make sure that it's something that people would actually wear, and it's something that my supporters would wear outside, and they and they would love it, you know. So um, merchandise is what I'm also looking forward to right now. 
That's all right. You can lose a little money. So it's okay to take a half step back for the, to, you know in order to take ten steps forward. Uh, I hope so. Oh, you, know, so. <laughs> um, you know, as long as you don't like go crazy and lose like thousands of dollars or nothing, but but it's all right, man. That's all right. Get some merch out there, um, and 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 just kind of market that a little bit, get a little flavor for it, see how it does. Um, so, what, what did you do during the COVID shut the shutdown? Did you get in the studio more? How did you how did you deal with the COVID pandemic? COVID for me, uh, I had a job when COVID first started, and. What happened? I had a job when COVID first started, and uh, I quit that fully. I realized that I wasn't going fully at my thing. When I'm when I'm split like that, I can't do it. Yeah. So I quit. When when COVID started, it was just right when COVID started. When I quit that job, and then I started going full time into music. Um, and then I produced the Linkless Center. So you know, maybe it's God's plan. Yeah, for sure, man. Have you done much live performing, or are you still just dropping stuff, studio stuff? My live performances have only had a few people in them, mm-hmm. only just a few. But uh, right now, I'm working my heart. At, like I'm really, really practicing um, on stage and everything. You know, with a microphone and and playing my songs and getting a feel on what I want to do on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking it serious, and I'm really, really making the next the next show that I do. I'm really getting. I'm gonna gonna push for people to get there you know yeah or any anybody who's listening right now and, and you're you're a supporter of mine go to it because i'm really going for it like i'm really yeah, really gonna gonna uh put some real amazing energy into it um, so so, so what the plan should be let me throw some more advice at you oh uh, yeah yeah let me throw some more advice at you you can take you can take it or leave it man you can take it or throw it away i don't care i'm gonna throw it at go you though it. go for it go for so it. what the plan should be is do what you're doing drop singles right Bang them phones and try to get some spins on some of the stations I was telling you about. At San Antonio, Austin, you know, pretty much your area. You don't want to go crazy yet. You don't want to try to get spins on stations out of the state yet. Texas okay. is Texas is big ass anyway. It's like its own country. Um, but try to get some. So what? So what that does? If you get some, if you get some stations start spinning your shit, you can build. You can build your social media following, and and then then you start. You start scouting out the bigger hip hop names, the ones who are going to be coming through Texas on tour, and that's when you reach out to their management and to their PR person. And say, look, um, I'm just going to I'm just going to use Little Wayne for an example. I mean, it probably can be him, but just for sure. just for conversation purposes, let's say Little Wayne's going about to do a tour. Because don't forget, all the venues are opening up now. COVID's you know getting getting kind of in check and it's getting better. So let's say Little Wayne comes through through Texas. You, you discover that he's coming through Texas, and he's got a show in Houston. He's got one in Austin, San Antonio. A lot of times, these managements are looking for local talent to warm up the big acts, and to, and then and, and to shore up some of the, some of the lo- the local tickets, right? So if you have a spin, if you got some, you got a couple of songs on the radio in those areas, and you're spinning, and you got some fresh material, and you're out there, and you're playing some of the clubs in the area. That's how you get on these. That's how you get to, to collab with some of these big names and get on their shows, and that's how it starts. That's I how it starts, you, man. Thank you for spinning game at me. Thank you. There you go, man. So, yeah. good luck with that, and, and and just work hard, man. And yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm trying. That's uh, how you do I it. People can see it. You know, I'm trying. Yep, that's how you do it. And the bottom line is growing. You know, you got to grow your army, man. You got to you got to grow, grow oh, your, you know, yeah, your yeah. grassroots I, effort. 
grassroots efforts, just like a politician is trying to get elected, man, banging on doors, introducing <laughs> themselves. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't, don't got to uh, go to that level. I don't but, know if I'm a politician. But, no, 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 no. I wasn't uh, saying you were a politician. I'm saying I'm, I'm using the analogy. Politicians, no, you know, they, they get votes because they get out there and they need to talk to people and they get to know people. And it's kind of the same, you know, same example. Only, you know, you won't be banging on doors and shit. But, but you know, you get your name out there and build that local following first and then get some spins. Let those stations know, man, hey, man, you got a talented motherfucker right. right here in your backyard. Right here in your backyard. And that's how it starts, man. So Yeah, you're right. I should try. Thank you for the comment. Yeah, man. Thank you for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I'm going to try for that. I'm going to try for that. Yep. Um, All right. Uh, so, um... Let's see. I'm looking at my nose here. I think we covered. Do we have any singles you want to talk about before we wrap this up? Anything else I missed? Um. Oh yeah, I have I have three crazy songs that okay. are gonna bang. I mean, bang performances, bang you, bang radios, everything you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, if you play in your headphones, you're gonna be playing it nonstop. I've worked so hard on these songs, man. Um. They're amazing. You're going to love them. If you're a fan of what I'm doing, you're going to love them. <laughs> all right, man. Well, look. That's all I got. That's cool, man. Well, I appreciate you talking. I'm coming on the show. Um, just just uh, let us know when you got some new material, and we'll get you back on. And I wish you the best sure, of luck, I man. But I definitely it. want to give you an opportunity before we wrap this up. Tell all the listeners out there where they can follow you on social media, where they can get your music. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Follow me on Trickstar on Instagram, Snapchat. It's Trickstar Music. Um... And uh, if you need the link, it's solo.to forward slash Trickstar to find everything I need. Apple Music, Spotify, Trickstar, everything. S-T-A-E-R. You know, oh, I, and I, I, I don't know if anybody wants to know, but my name, Trickstar, the name comes from dinosaurs. When the dinosaurs were alive, when they looked into the sky, they saw a Trickstar, a meteor. It was a meteor. And when it came down, there was ash. The A-E in my name means ash in Latin. Nice. That's interesting. That's a cool little backstory there. I like that. I like that. Good stuff. Awesome, man. All right, All right, bro. Nice talking to you, man. Yeah, just let us know when you come back on the show, man, when you got some more stuff to talk about. Stay cool. Have a good day. Yeah, man. You too. Good luck to you, man.